Good to see you tonight. Thanks for coming and being part of our, our time here. Hope that you were encouraged through the songs, the testimonies, and it's good to reflect and it's good to give praise to God. And really, that's going to be the subject matter tonight. Well, praise is, is um, praise is just verbalizing the the reality and the truth of what God is doing in our lives, and we can do that through testifying. We can do that through singing. And we did some of that tonight, and hopefully our heart was that we might just give praise to the Lord at the, at the end of it. You know, God has done such, a, such a, so many things in our lives that uh, we could probably, if we, were, we could, we, we had the time, we could sing all night, we could testify all night. If we, if we kept going, we could have. And um, it's a good thing, I think, that we, we take a little bit of time as a church to just uh, reflect on the goodness of God. In fact, it's something that the early church right from the beginning did. And so we see that in Acts chapter 2. Look at verse 44. Notice there, And all that believed were together and had all things common and sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple... And breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. So they had, they had unity. But notice this, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. So we see that right from the very infancy of the church that part of the church's practice was that they just got together to praise God. And I think sometimes we don't do that enough really just to talk about the Lord, talk about all that he has done in our lives, we can, we tend to at times focus on all of the, 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 the downs of life and we can sort of bear each other's burdens that way, but, and, and that's a good thing, but there ought to be times where we, like we did tonight, just give praise to God. That's why we sing, that's why we come together and we, um, we, we open our mouths and we lift up our voices because we have a God who's worthy of praise, right church tonight? And so we understand then that praise is an important part, and, and, and yet what we know is, is it's easy, really, like tonight, to just get into the mode of praising when we're all together. It's, there's, a, there's a unity in that. There's an there's a environment for that, like we see here in the early church. But what we find throughout the course of Scripture is there are those that, perhaps like you tonight, who testified in, in your brokenness, you testified really in just the, the hardship of life that God is still good. There's a praise there. And we find this in the life of the Apostle Paul. Look at Acts chapter 16. Look at Acts chapter 16. And notice verses 22 to 25. So here Paul and Silas were imprisoned. In verse 22, And the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely, who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison. So the, not just the prison proper, but the inner prison. It's usually where, where they kept the, those, those, uh, those prisoners who were high profile and made their feet fast in the stocks. And then notice verse 25. And at midnight... Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. 
And the amazing thing about the Apostle Paul here in this situation was he wasn't in church. He wasn't in the middle of a service like we're doing tonight. He wasn't in the, an environment where you would say it would be a time to praise. And yet what we found him doing was he was still praising nonetheless. And, and, and that's where the reality of, of praise really counts. It's not just in the times where we're singing together and it's good to sing. It's good to, it's good to verbalize and, and speak about all of what God is doing in our lives and offer Him the praise that He deserves. But actually, when it comes down to it, praise counts most when you're in these moments. And you know, I wonder what, what habits you've formed in your own life when it comes to praise. See, praise, as we see it, is, was a staple part of the early church. But what we find as well is praise is, is really the habit of the faithful. It's not just something that just comes out when it's, uh, you know, when, when the, the, the squeeze is on and the hardship is there and you find yourself in a situation perhaps like Paul and Silas where everything seems to have gone wrong and everything seems to have just gone about and Boy, is, there, is, there, is this really a time? And yet what we find in the life of Paul and Silas here was when the squeeze came, what came out was praise. What came out was actually what was already inside their heart. And, you know, if we were honest tonight, you know, often the things that come out of our lips and our mouths when it comes down to times where it's hard is just other things. And yet what we find in the life of the of Paul and Silas here was praise. And, you know, the, the old saying is practice makes perfect. And that's true in the various areas of life. My um, son Malachi, he, he started playing basketball. He's, it's been something that he's been practicing and really getting into. And uh, it, was, it was interesting. It was his first game on Saturday watching him play. And, and some of those things he's been practicing came out. And what it is, those who, are in, who pursue that discipline, they, they pursue that in, in, in sport, it has to become second nature. You just don't think about it when you're on the field, right? It, we, if you're at a, a level where the competition counts, right, you, you want to do things that's second nature. And, and, and I'm afraid many times when it comes to the Christian life, there's many things that we're learning on the fly when actually it should have been things that we've been putting into our lives, We've been practicing them in the good times, and you know that's why I'm concerned sometimes in a in, in a church setting. Those who just don't want to sing, they don't want to give praise in the good times. Want more in the bad times, and you know there's, there ought to be a second nature with some things that are, are needful in our lives. And what we understand is is praise is important to God. The the Bible says it's the the sacrifice of praise. It's a something that we offer to God. Uh, we understand also biblically that, that God inhabits the praise of His people. And so getting, having God's presence in our lives, in the good and the bad, actually praise is part of that. And so we, we see the great importance and there's a preparation and there's a habit that we need to build that is just this habit of praise. And again, it's something that we ought to practice. It ought to be second nature to us. You know what praise, practicing praise and, and developing the habit of praise is? is it's really pre preparation for heaven. 
Look at Revelation chapter 5 with me. Revelation chapter 5. And then we'll turn to chapter 19 as well. Notice this, and, and again, don't take for granted what God shows us in His Word. He sort of cracks open a little bit and gives us a glimpse of what heaven will be like. And verse 9, and they sung a new song. And guess what? They'll be singing in eternity. And they sung a new song saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by the blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation and hast made us unto our God kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth. And I beheld and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beasts and the elders and numbers of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands saying with a loud voice, and this is Again, a, a, a declaration of praise. Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And notice that this scene in heaven. And every creature which is in heaven and on earth and under the earth and such are in the sea. And all that them and are in them heard I saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne unto the Lamb forever and ever. And the four beasts said, Amen. And the four and twenty elders fell down and worshipped him that liveth forever and ever. You know what was a whole lot of doing in the Bible? There was a whole lot of praise in, the, in heaven. And listen, if, if we find it difficult to just just declare and verbalize, then we better get in the habit of it because actually we're going to do a whole lot of it in heaven one day. There's going to be a lot of praise. There's going to be a lot of singing. And, and maybe you don't sing because you're concerned about how you sound. Listen, just practice anyway because in heaven you'll have a perfect pitch. All right? It'll just get good in heaven. But listen, what I'm saying is it's just a habit that we ought to develop. Why? Because it's preparing us actually for what comes next. Look at chapter 19. And notice the first few verses there. And after these things, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Alleluia, salvation and glory and honor and power unto the, unto the Lord our God for true and righteous are his judgments for he hath judged. A, and he continues on. And again, they said, Alleluia. And, and notice that, that, that phrase, Alleluia. And verse 5, and a voice came out of the throne saying, Praise our God, all ye his servants, and ye that fear him, both small and great. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of, of mighty thunder, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord omnipotent reigneth. And he's declaring judgments, but at the same time, he's declaring praise. There's a whole lot of praise in heaven. And, and so, you know, it's, it's a preparation, and, and I remember when, when my parents were preparing us to move to Australia. We were sitting there and my dad did his best to describe what Australia is like, but they were also, what they were doing was they were trying to teach us the language. Because it's a different language over here to the Philippines. So, so they were teaching us some basic things, but they were teaching us very diligently. Why? They were preparing us for another country. And you know what praise is? Why we ought to prepare a habit of praise? Because it's the language of heaven. You know, you think about, and, and you, could, you, could, you could probably dig down theologically what the language is, but I'm going to tell you what the common language in heaven is. 
It's praise. You better learn how to praise here because we're going to do a lot of praising in heaven. And I'm telling you that praise, praise is the habit of the faithful. And we're only going to get there if it's a, it's a regular place we go. If it's somewhere we often go, you know, sometimes we reserve our praise for only the times we get together. That's a good thing. But I'll tell you what will, will make our praise on Sundays much more effective is if we're praising throughout the week. You know, our, now we, we get to church and I don't even think about it. It's only 10 minutes away. But even in Sydney, I remember just sometimes I don't even think about it and then I just, just end up at, at the church. And what it was, it's just, be, it's just a habit. I just drove there so much. You, you go places, you don't need the GPS, you don't need to look at a map. Why? You just know how to get there. Why? You've been there so many times, you're just familiar. And you want to get to the place when it comes to praise, where you just get to praise so much that it just comes out of you, you just can't even help it. When times where there's, there's challenges, there's times where there's hardship, there's times where it's good times and bad, the highs and lows of life, then what comes out is praise because you're just so regularly there. Psalm 34 verse 11, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Psalm 145 verse 2, every day will I bless thee and I will bless thy name forever and ever. Look at Psalm 113, turn there with me really quickly. Psalm 113, and notice the first couple of verses. It says, I praise you, the Lord. Praise, O you servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. And notice what he says, from the rising of the sun unto the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. Listen, he says, all times. Listen, he says, every day. Listen, he says, from morning to night, we ought to praise God. And, and I'm not saying that we just, we just sing out loud. I'm, I'm saying in our hearts. I'm saying throughout the course of the day, as we think about the Lord, we just get to that place of praise. And particularly as we get uh, ready for the morning, maybe just fix your rejoicer a little bit that morning and get to some praising. And praise needs to be a regular place we go. But, you know, it's just formed in in just our faithful abiding in Christ. Why? Because Jeremy chapter 10 verse 21 simply tells us, He is thy praise. And He is thy God. You know what praise is evidence, evidence of? It's actually a, a faithful walking with God. If you could hardly, if you could hardly sing a song to the Lord, then there might be something more deeper that's happening in here. Because He is thy praise. It's, it's a fruit that comes out of just our abiding and our closeness and our relationship to the Lord. It's, it's formed in those who abide. You know, our abiding in Christ, it produces joy, but joy in His person, not in the results that come out of our work. It's the real, realization that we are in Christ and nothing shall separate us from His life. It's an overwhelming notion of His continuing pleasure in us that causes us to glory, not in our outcomes, but in His person. It's found in those who seek Him. In Psalm 22, verse 26, the meek, uh, the meek shall eat and be satisfied. They shall praise the Lord that seek Him. Your heart shall live forever. And, and in Paul and Silas, what came out in the squeeze? What was, it was what was already in there. 
because they formed the habit of praise. You know, you catch yourself the next time something happens, what eventually comes out, what you're going to find is you're going to tell on yourself there. And I want to tell you that, that you better get, just get ready. Because praise, we're going to do a whole lot of it in heaven. But praise, it pleases God. And praise is something that ought to just come out. It ought to be second nature in our life. And, and I wonder if we would just take a little bit more time this week, just reflecting on who God is, just abiding with Him, walking with Him, and then just finding ourselves just humming a tune to the Lord. Maybe just, just thanking Him a little bit more throughout the day. And you know what? I think God will be pleased with that. It's, it's a sacrifice that is a sweet-smelling savor to Him. And would we this week just, just start to develop, if we haven't, just the habit of praise, the habit of praise. All right, let's pray. Father, thank you, Lord, just for your goodness and grace tonight. And thank you for the, for the testimonies. And Lord, thank you for how you're working in our midst. And Lord, I'm thankful that we can just lift up our voices to you and give you praise. Lord, you're worthy. Lord, you're a God who's so faithful and so gracious to us each and every day. And Father, we need to, to just declare it more, just say it more, sing it more. And Lord, you deserve all praise. And so I pray that you'd help us, Lord, as we go into the week, whatever it is, Lord, I pray that we would praise you at all times, that day and night we would praise you, that, Father, we would lift you up, and that then it'll just be a testimony to others also. And I pray that you just would help us to develop that habit in Jesus' most precious, holy, wonderful name.